You're listening to a message from Victory. Join us as we dive into the book of Romans to understand more about the power of the gospel in our series, The Gospel Explained. I'm Tina, and actually I'm one of the campus missionaries here in Victory, Olongapo. And at the same time, I just want to take this opportunity to really extend yung uh, thank you po kaila Pastor Ross, uh, Pastor Jaco, and of course Pastor Sai for allowing me to be the one sharing the word sa second installment natin ng series na The Gospel Explained. Okay? So second installment of a two, 23 weeks series studying the book of Romans. Okay? Sino dito, you're a fan of Mga teleserye, ganyan, okay? So usually, di ba? Yung mga series natin, lalo pag k-drama, average lang siya ng mga 16 episodes. Pero yung kay Cardo, hindi ko alam. Mas hindi ko sa, sa 23 weeks natin na series. But again, hopefully, as we get to study the uh, Book of Romans, we will really understand ano yung ibig sabihin ng Gospel. And it's not just understanding it. But our hope and our prayer, the reason why we're having this series is that it will also penetrate sa heart natin. We will truly encounter the message of the gospel, right? So, gaya nga ng sinabi ko, this is like an unusual, para unusual yung Sunday service natin. Ngayon, in fact, nung pagpasok ko dito kanina, bumalik ako dun sa moment, no? Nung tuturo pa ako ng college, feeling ko may exam kasi naka one seat apart, right? So, no handshake policy muna tayo. As much as possible, just to the Wakanda Not mandatory, okay? Baka yun yung pinaka-take-home niya sa preaching natin tonight. But again, that is one of our actions in line of responding out of wisdom then in terms of the COVID-19, okay? So again, let's really lift up in prayer, not just our nation, but the whole wide world. Again, like I mentioned a while ago, this is a book study ng romance. Okay? So, in this start to ni Pastor Sai last week, and hopefully, naintindihan talaga natin yung message of the gospel. And again, yung original context nito, okay, yung sinulat ni Apostle Paul, yung book of Romans, ang target audience niya ay mga believers, okay, the early Christians. And again, realizing that, pag babasahin natin ito ngayon, if you're here and you're claiming to be a follower of Jesus Christ, supposedly, parang ganito yung feels natin. When we read the book of Romans, hopefully, since alam natin originally in-address to ni Apostle Paul sa mga Christians, tayo rin in this day, okay, parang talagang super related tayo. Okay? Parang in fact, if titignan natin yung verse, parang lahat doon gusto mo siyang i-highlight. And again, we found in this Another main thing that meron dito sa Book of Romans is really the, the message of the Gospel. And gusto ko lang, as we start the week 2, balikan natin, ano nga ba yung message of Gospel? So, pinadali ni Dr. Ricebrook by defining this. Okay? It says here, the Gospel is the good news that God became man in Jesus Christ. He lived the life we should have lived and died the death we should have died in our place. Three days later, he rose from the dead, proving that he is the Son of God, and offering the gift of salvation and forgiveness of sins to anyone who repents 
and believes in Him. Right? So, again, that is the message of the Gospel. And our hope that as we go through this for 23 weeks, hindi lang natin siya basta kakabisaduhin. Okay? I know for sure, if you've been joining us for the longest time, you know that in our movement, diba, parang ang tendency is makabisado natin to. But our hope and our prayer is that it will penetrate yung heart natin. And the gospel, it is something that will be translated in our life. Okay? And week one, yun yung pinang ni Pastor Sai sa atin. Why we need not to be ashamed of the gospel. Okay? Naintindihan natin. Okay? And because of that, we are compelled to spread it. Diba? Parang yung virus. Ayaw magpapigil. You want that to be spread. Right? And yung epekto nun, hopefully, pag naintindihan natin, and talagang na-encounter natin yung love ni God, or yung message ng gospel, parang ganito, parang ang nanood ng series. Okay? So, sobrang ganda ng series na to. You can just keep it to yourself. Okay? To the point na talagang, alam mo yung lahat ng friends mo, sasabihan mo, uy, mag-pray ka na. Nahuhuli ka na sa balita, kailangan mo panood to. You're gonna miss your life kapag hindi mo napanood tong Kroy. Diba? Parang ganun yung intense effect ng panunood ng teleserye. Okay? Same thing. Kapag nag-gets natin yung gospel, diba? we can't just help but to share it with others. Or kaya naman, diba? in, in terms of the virus spreading, kung ikaw na-realize mo na you are infected ng ganitong virus, okay? let's say, Wag naman, diba? Pero you're, if you're infected with that particular virus. Tapos, nalaman mo yung cure. Okay? Nung nalaman mo yung cure, what's the response? Nung nakita mo na yung kamag-anak mo, yung mga kapatid mo, diba? Sila infected din. Hopefully, hindi natin ipagdadamot. Ay, hindi lang sa sarili natin, but you're gonna do extra mal. You're just gonna be compelled to share the cure to others. Same thing, nung naintindihan natin, pag nag-gets talaga natin, beyond head knowledge yung gospel, hindi lang natin siya something na kikimkimin sa sarili natin, but rather, it is something that we would want to share. The past weeks, or the past days, all of us here were bombarded by a lot of news, particularly in COVID-19. Okay? Sino dito, pumila ka rin sa ganyang kahabang grocery? Okay? Sobrang, and, and, I mean, everyone is in panic. And if you are in this room and you're saying that you are a follower of Christ, hopefully, you're not that person who's adding more fuel to other people para mag-cause sila na mag-panic. Okay? Again, I'm not invalidating na in times like this, na in crisis, okay, or may pandemic, diba? I'm not invalidating na nandoon yung default natin na maging in fear, okay, or to be fear, or to have fear, okay? Pero, as we get to realize kung ano na nga ba yung pinanalo ni Jesus Christ, we can all the more, as a believer, have that hope na God can overcome whatever virus na meron tayo, okay? And nung nakita ko itong ganitong sitwasyon, I just can't help but to think of it. Diba? Especially walking in, in, my, in my journey as a Christian, as a follower of Jesus, I just can't help to realize that, bakit ganon parang most of us, eh, 
including other people, ang tendency is to be really in fear. Okay? Bakit ganun? Parang everyone is so afraid with this coronavirus. Again, I'm not invalidating, pero yun yung reality. Ano nga po yung worst thing that could happen when it comes to coronavirus? Let's say, again, wag naman, di ba? Pero let's say if there's someone na naapektuhan or na-infect na coronavirus, what's the worst thing that could happen? Aside sa kumalat, di ba, mag-spread doon sa mga iba pa niyang kamag-anak or kalapet na tao, ang worst thing is what? It will cause to physical death. Right? And again, this gives us a picture that a lot of people, they are so afraid of physical death. But here's the thing. What about this particular virus na mas matindi pa sa corona? What about this thing na hindi lang tayo aware, pero all of us in this room, we are infected by this virus. And guess what? This particular virus, hindi lang siya physical death. Hindi lang, it, in this particular virus cannot just lead us into physical death, but more on what we call eternal death. Our condition after this lifetime. And what is that particular virus? It's our sinful nature. It's our sin, right? And that's why in week two, we will be discussing and we will be talking about God's wrath on unrighteousness. Aware ka man o hindi, okay? whether you deny it or not, all of us here in this room, we are equal footing when it, when it comes to the sin. Okay? Again, our main message for tonight is this. We deserve the wrath of God because of our unrighteousness. And yet, He still chose to show His kindness through His Son, Jesus Christ. May I just invite everyone to please stand as I pray and also as we read the word. Um, we'll be reading from Romans chapter 1, continuing the passage that we had last week. We'll be starting reading from verse 18 up to 30. Again, together, let's read this. Verse 18, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. Verse 19, For what can be known about God is plain to them, because God has shown it to them. Allow me just to pray for you, Heavenly Father, we thank you, God. Thank you for the preaching of your word. Thank you, Father, for allowing us to also be reminded about your wrath. Thank you, God, because it will not cause fear, but rather a better understanding of your love for each and every one of us. Help us, God, to really understand your love for us. And as we do so, all the more we can be the light and salt in this world. Lord, we thank you. May I not add or remove anything from your word. May you override the preparation, God. These things I pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. You may now take a seat. Okay? You handshake. handshake sa Right? So again, reinforcing or establishing our topic for tonight, I want to highlight yung wrath of God. Who among you here, you have an idea about the wrath of God, Commonly, if you've been joining us for the longest time already, gets natin to as something as God's judgment, okay? But in that particular text, yung context yan, it's more of 
God's response in terms of our wickedness. Or in other translation, okay, yung wrath of God dyan is righteous anger. Okay? Again, wrath of God pertains to this. It refers to his personal anger against sin. Okay? So, default, given na when I was preparing for this, teka lang, hindi makomprehend ng mind ko. Wait lang, nasanay kasi ako na si God, He is a loving God. And how come in this particular passage na binasa natin, we, we read partly, right? Bakit may explanation about wrath of God? And tapos in other translation, it pertains to the righteous anger of God. Bakit may paggalit si Lord? E di ba loving siya? No, what I realize, yung, yung righteous anger na, dyan, na, na meron dyan, okay? hindi siya katulad nung anger na alam natin. Okay? Yung anger na familiar tayo, it's an outburst of emotion. Kaya nga siguro, in other translation, it is um, quoted as righteous simply because pag galing kay God yung anger na yun, it is in, ano, perfectly on time, perfectly for the moment, okay, hindi siya misplaced, katulad ng mas alam natin na kind of anger. For example, as in dito, na-experience mo na, mga anak, di ba? Pag na-experience ko na yung wrath ni Popsy, ayan, pag sa bahay, di ba? Or minsan ako rin, dun sa mga students na nililid ko, minsan hindi ko maiwasan, may wrath din ako, may anger din ako. Pero most of the times, na-realize ko, yung sa akin, out of an outburst of emotion. Pero yung kay God, okay, yung sa Kanya, it's more of the righteous anger. Meaning to say, it's just His response in terms of the sin that we are committing. Okay? Another definition of that is this. God's anger is His holy response to rejection of His love and love. Meaning to say, medyo masakit ng pakinggan Pero alam lang natin na yung wrath ni God motivated pa rin out of His love. Okay? It's like a, a parent okay? disciplining or trying to alam mo yun, correct his or her son or yung daughter or yung anak niya. Right? Another thing that I want to define right now, nung nag-gets na natin yung God's wrath, is this term, unrighteousness. When we talk about unrighteousness or every time na when you read your Bible, mabasa natin yung unrighteousness, it is defined like this. It is humanity's nature of wickedness. Innate tendency natin. Okay? Sure ka naman, convinced ka naman na tao ka, right? Pati ba yung katabi mo, convinced ka naman, right? So, ibig sabihin, kung convinced ka, okay? Ibig sabihin, tayo, we all fall in this category. Innately, yun yung tendency natin, okay? It is to seem to be wicked. But there's a breaking news. Okay? So since convinced ka tayo na lahat tayo dito, number one tao, then therefore we can say that we are all guilty. Guilty of what? Okay? Guilty of our transgressions. Guilty of committing sins. Guilty of falling into temptation. And I want to prove this further by the text na pinag-aaralan natin tonight. It says here in verse 20, For His invisible attributes, namely His eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world 
in the things that have been made, so they are without excuse. Highlighting yung red, yung naka phrase na red dyan, okay? In the things that have been made, yung part na yan, it talks about the creation, okay? So parang sinasabi sa verse na to, sa creation pa lang ni God, gets na natin na nag exist siya, okay? And sometimes, eh paano yun? Paano yung mga hindi naniniwala? Okay? Again, that is our choice. Hindi porket dininay mo, okay? ibig sabihin na void na yung existence niya. Okay? People or a person, it's his or her personal choice of whether he will deny or confirm the existence of God. I want to emphasize this kasi Diyan sa verse na yan, hinahilight na wala tayong excuse. Hindi natin pala sabihin, ah, kaya ako lang nung ginagawa yung mga kasalanan na yun. Kasi akala ko hindi siya kasalanan. Okay? Again, there's no such thing as ignorance. It's either we decide to rebel or not. In fact, in verse 18, just to give us a clearer picture on what I'm trying to point, it says there, diba, I'll be reading from this portion, who by their unrighteousness, ano na yung cost ngayon ng unrighteousness? Suppress the truth. Okay? As we keep on doing the wrong things, as we allow our hearts to be hardened, eventually, it will what? Suppress the truth. There are no such thing, or there is no such thing as ignorance. It's plainly a decision whether we're gonna rebel or whether we're gonna obey and honor the Lord. Again, we are guilty of what? Our sins. And behind every sin, there is what we call idols. Okay? In verse 22 to 23, Sabajan, and exchange the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal man and birds and animals and creeping things. Then jumping to verse 25, there's another one. Because they exchange the truth okay, about God for a lie, and worship and serve the creature rather than creator. Look at that. It's a decision, diba? Again, what do we mean by idols? Aside, again, pounding on or processing of the, the, the verse that we've read, we can define that idols are anything we replace God. Idols are anything, even at all, a good thing that we love more than we love God. And I hope that in this series, hindi lang tayo magpapaka, alam mo yun, um, sobrang genius when it comes to memorizing what is the gospel. But really, within this series, mas lalo nating maiintindihan kung ano yung power ng good news na to. And it will be translated in our life. Sometimes, it's very hard for us to appreciate the good news kapag hindi natin alam yung bad news. Okay? For example, bigla na lang may nagsabi sa'yo, you're a student, good news. Pasado ka na daw sa lahat ng exams, okay? Pasado ka na sa subject na to. To think na ikaw yung pinaka-academically excellent, right? Pero what if, i-compare mo yung good news na yun to someone, a student, for example, na kung saan, alam niya lang, puro sablay siya sa ACADS, okay? Hindi siya nag-aaral. Tapos bigla siyang sinabihan na pasado siya, Definitely, that person must gets niya or must na-appreciate niya kung saan siya na-save, di ba? Or must na-appreciate niya yung good news 
na nabigay sa kanya. It's the same thing. I hope that in this particular message, maintindihan natin yung effect ng idol sa atin. You might be here for the longest time already. And sometimes, feeling mo, ah, nasurrender ko naman na yung life ko kay Christ. Okay na ako. Pero ayan, you take sin lightly. You take compromising lightly. Diba? Patikim-tikim lang naman. Okay? Wala lang naman. Na parang even when it comes to your struggle, hindi na ako siya struggle sa'yo kasi hinayaan mo na lang na maharden yung heart mo. Again, hopefully, we're gonna be deliberate when it comes to assessing ano na nga ba yung seemingly idols na meron tayo? Yung seemingly good things na nire-replace na si God sa life natin. You see, idolatry was behind the first sin. Or, kung na ko, yung rebellion. Diba? And it has been every sin since then. So, what is the result of man's, as, man's idolatry as we move on? Okay? Again, in the passage na inaaral natin, here's the thing. Ang result doon, God gave them up. Okay? I want to show that thing. It says here in verse 24, Therefore, God gave them up in the last of their hearts to impurity, to dishonoring of their bodies among themselves. That's the first mention of God gave them up. Verse 25, Because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worship and serve the creature rather than creator, who is blessed forever. Verse 26, For this reason, God gave them up, second time mentioned, to dishonorable passions. For their women exchanged natural relations for those that are contrary to the nature. Verse 27, And the men likewise gave up natural relations with women and were consumed with passion for one another. Men committing shameless acts with men and receiving in themselves the due penalty for their error. Verse 28, And since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, third time being mentioned, God gave them up to a debased mind to do what ought not to be done. Verse 29, They were filled with all manner of unrighteousness, evil, covetousness, malice. They are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, maliciousness. They are gossips. Verse 30, Slanderers, haters of God, insolent, haughty, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents, foolish, faithless, heartless, ruthless. Wow. Verse 32. Though they know God's righteous decree, guess nila na may wrath of God. Anong ginawa nila? That those who practice such things deserve to die, they not only do them, but give approval to those who practice them. In short, it's a plain rebellion. Idolatry would lead us to plain rebellion to God. So, what is the result of man's idolatry? God gave them up three times. Nabasa natin. And as I was preparing for this, medyo, ang hirap i-comprehend. I know that God is loving. I know that God knows our condition. <coughs> na sinner nga tayo, na wicked tayo, okay? Pero, bakit dumating sa point na sinuko tayo ni Lord? And when I try to dig deeper doon sa verse na yun, okay, or yung, yung context about that phrase, God gave them up. You know what I figured out? It's just God's response to our rebellion. Okay? It is Him 
expressing the wrath of God. Parang, parang mas naiintindihan natin. For example, um, if you're a parent right now, if you're a parent right now, and you have this child, okay, uh, siguro pa-adult na, and feeling mo naman sa sarili mo, binigay mo na yung best mo to raise this child as, alam mo yun, yung parang lahat ng pagmamahal mo, binuhos mo na. Pero ang ending, this child keeps on rebelling. Again, that's the picture of God giving up. Nalimbawa, yung parent na yun, he, he decided na anak, sige, own up your, uh, own up the consequence of your rebellion. Pinabayaan niya na yung anak niya. Not totally to the point na wala na siyang pakialam, pero when that phrase God gave them up, it is as if that parent allowing his or her son or to, to alam mo yun, get the punishment or get the consequence of his sin. Same thing. When it comes to idolatry, when it comes to rebellion, when it comes to our unrighteousness, darating sa point where God will just allow us to suffer the consequence of our sin. That's really bad news, right? Eh, paano na yan? Lahat tayo dito at one point in our life. And in fact, I just felt like even right at this point, alam mo lang na meron kang little by little compromises. Meron kang certain idol na because of that, nagiging means pa pala natin na alam mo yun, lumayo kay God. So we are all guilty of this. But again, there's another breaking news. In spite of our wickedness, in spite of us being unrighteous, yet God chose to show His kindness. Dito papasok yung message of gospel. Gets natin yung condition, gets natin yung um, dapat kabayaran ng mga ginawa natin kasalanan. Pero, because of God's love for each and every one of us, He decided to show His kindness. And that is through His Son, Jesus Christ. You see, the gospel reveals God's righteousness. Gets niya na tayo, we can never fully attain that kind of standard, that kind of righteousness. Kahit anong gawin natin, who among you here can relate with me? Na diba? May, may point in your life, sinubukan mo namang bumait, pero parang ang hirap talagang gawin. Okay? But in, in the context of the gospel, alam natin, that it is God allowing His Son to die for us, clothing us with the righteousness of Jesus Christ, that instead na nakita ng Lord, or yung nakita ni God sa atin ay yung sarili natin wickedness, when we surrender our life to Jesus Christ, ang nakikita niya na yung righteousness ng Son niya si Jesus. You see in Romans 1 verse 17, For in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith for faith, as it is written, the righteous shall live by faith. Week one, this is what Pastor Sire pounded to each and every one of us. Yes, there's this bad news, pero there's this good news as well, so powerful, to the point na namin niya yung impossibility natin as human being. Okay? You see, the only way a sinner can become just before God is by faith. Okay? Gets na natin to, week one pala, hopefully. Pero, here's a process for all of us. Maybe you're here in this room. Tagal mo ng Christian, ang dami mo ng, alam mo yun, parang na-disciple rin. Pero, when it comes to your faith, 
How do you know that your faith is a saving faith? Ang daling i-profess na isang bagay. Kasi for example, naniniwala ako kay Jesus. Pero how true yung faith na yun is a saving faith? You want to know the reason? Again, it's in the gospel. Because saving faith results in obedience. Hindi lang for something. Yes, there's power when we profess it by words. Pero hindi lang siya out of empty profession or confession. But it should be translated as well in terms of our obedience. And let me just pound on this. And I say obedience, hindi lang sa area na ito. Okay? Lord, sige, ikaw yung Lord ko sa finances. Pero pag love life, ako na. Baka mababa yung taste mo, Lord. Diba? Again, Saving faith results in obedience, not just in a single area of your life, but in every area of our life. Then we should not go beyond the gospel, but we should go deeper into the gospel. Sad reality is, nung naintindihan natin yung gospel, for most of us, naiwan lang siya sa head. Alam mo yun, sa ulo mo yun, kahit nakapikit ka, the gospel, the gospel, di ba? Pero, it should be something that will be translated in our action. Kaya nga hindi lang sapat na alam natin kung ano yung ginawa ni Jesus Christ. It should be translated daily in our life. That is the definition. Or that, yun yung ibig natin sabihin when we go deeper into the gospel. You wanna know if you're growing deeper into the gospel, the more transformation na nangyayari sa buhay mo. It's not just about you being active here. Sunday, weekly, umaattend ka. Lahat ng service, gusto mong attendan. Lahat mong nag-livestream, pinanood mo, hindi yun. But it is a transformation who you were before and God from glory to glory transforming you. Again, our message is as I call the music team, we deserve the wrath of God because of our unrighteousness. And yet, he still chose to show His kindness through His Son, Jesus Christ. Ang hirap i-appreciate ng good news kung hindi mo gets kung saan ka tinapos or kung gaano kalala yung bad news. Okay. My hope and my prayer that as we go through the series of the gospel, the more that you are realized, the more that we're gonna realize that first, all of us, we are unrighteous. And the only way we can worship, the only way we can continue to live this life, experiencing yung peace amidst the fallen world, is because of God's amazing grace manifested as He allowed His Son, Jesus Christ, to die for each and every one of us. Again, if this is really the first time na narinig mo yung message na yun. That's a good news. But my hope and my prayer is that we're gonna continue to live up that good news. Na hindi lang porket narinig mo na okay na, hindi lang parang nag-add ka lang ng particular God mo, okay? But rather, He will now become your new life. The message of the Gospel will become now your new life. Allow me just to pray for all of us. Heavenly Father, we thank you, God. Thank you, God, 
that despite of our wickedness, alam mo, sobrang blatant na yung rebellion namin sa, sa Lord most of the time, but still, but still you've chosen to show your kindness to all of us in this room. In fact, I know that it's never an accident that for some of us here, we're hearing this message for the first time. Because you want that person to know how much you love him, how much you really care for that person. Lord, help us to really not just contain the message of your love sa mind namin or bring it into just a religion, but rather allow us be saturated with the love more, and because of that, it will be translated in our action, in the manner in how we're going to respond to things, even in COVID-19, even in how we communicate to other people. Lord, lahat ng area ng life namin will be affected, will be, alam mo yung parang, will be impacted by this gospel, with the message of your love. Lord, help us. Let, help us to see the power of what you've done for all of us through your Son, Jesus Christ. This is our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. We hope you were encouraged by the message.